our weekly perceptions. Now then, thanks for tuning in to another podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency who specialise in video, animation, aerial work and photography as well, helping brands and businesses have something a little bit more different when they're uh, trying to speak to their brand and their customers and stuff like that socially. As always, I want to try and uh, talk to you about a specific subject today. Oh my word, this is one that's uh, been bouncing around a lot. How many people are sick to f- death of hearing about GDPR? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Everybody's favourite subject at the moment. Oh, my word. The amount of memes I've seen going around about this, just like saying, just mention it one more time. I'm telling you, mention it one more time. You know the photograph of Samuel L. Jackson out of Pulp Fiction when he's got the gun in the bloke's face? Yeah, that. Uh, anyway, so I've mentioned it again. Um, I did a blog about it the other day, GDPR and social media. If you've not had a chance to read it, I'll put the link down in the section below so you can go and have a read of that. But anyway, uh, yes, I'm going to talk about it. Not massively because I ain't no GDPR expert. Uh, What I can tell though is from looking at um, some of the articles and things like that I've seen going out and about from people, obviously loads and loads of businesses have been very misinformed. You've probably been getting hundreds of emails from people saying, oh please, please, please resubscribe to our content, which they don't need to do if they've already been subscribed through you in the correct way anyway, uh, then they don't need to resubscribe because they should have been subscribed in the legal way but uh, if they haven't then a lot of people have been asking to do this kind of thing and so I I can see this being an issue for quite a lot of businesses and a lot of people who sell from B2C especially so a lot of companies will send out emails maybe during the week especially on a weekend uh, where it'll be like oh the special offer today is or the special offer this weekend is x y and z and you can save a load of money with this coupon that we've just sent you in this email and they're not going to be able to send those emails out if a lot of people don't resubscribe to their uh, their emailing lists, which could be quite detrimental to the amount of money that those brands and businesses are making. And that could be you. Are you a B2C business? Are you somebody who sells a product and you can see your email list dwindling slowly but surely? Not a good thing, is it? Not a good sign, especially if you send out emails with special offers on and that kind of stuff and want people to buy uh, what you've got to sell. The big thing for me from GDPR is that this is an opportunity for you to look at where you are with your email lists and your newsletters that are going out and maybe being read by 7% of the people you're mailing it out to and think, well, what could I do differently? How could I build my brand in a better way? Maybe you've already started doing this. This is something I talk to people about all the time. I am sick to death of seeing businesses who are supposedly social media experts telling people, come on my workshop and you'll be able to do X and you'll be able to do Y and you'll be able to do Z and you'll you'll be awesome and it'll only cost you £1,500. It's just like, oh, f*** off. This information is public domain, which is why I give it for free. Why the hell should you be paying for this kind of stuff? I've got a simple process that I talk to people about, which really helps them, number one, save time, because doing social media yourself, if you can't afford to pay for somebody to do it for you, which most small businesses can't afford to pay for staff all the time, because you can't afford to pay for an accountant and a marketer and a salesperson and somebody to do the job itself, and maybe a designer and X and Y and a web developer. And just in the end, you see 
your your money just dwindling away because you've hired so many people and you can't afford to do that as a small business. So this is where I try to help small businesses or bigger businesses as well understand they can make this content for free. It is hard work. It does take patience. It does take a bit of learning. But if you're willing to put those things in, you can do this for free. There are people who can help you with stages of it, but you've got to get it started. So I'm going to take you through this uh, bit by bit, step by step, and uh, hopefully uh, you guys will maybe be able to take something out of it. Fingers crossed. Stage one um, that I speak about all the time is giving value with your content. So how do you know which content to put out when with what value? And this is where a marketing calendar comes in. A lot of people spend the start of their year putting together goals, their yearly goals that they really want to hit, they really want to achieve as a business, as an individual. And that is brilliant because that is a great way of setting out what you want the year to achieve. And that's exactly what you do with your marketing calendar. You think about what you want a piece of content to achieve. You look at when you're going to be putting it out and see what you can tie in with at that time of the year or what really resonates with your audience at a specific point um, and, and really make it work for you. So put together a marketing calendar so that you know what you're going to stick to. When I worked with bigger brands like Ikea and Burberry and Topshop and Top, these people all knew what they were going to be doing through specific times of the year, whether it be clothing brands going, right, okay, yeah, we know we've got spring and summer coming up and we've got autumn and winter, or somebody who sells uh, more products like Ikea, for example, who go, right, okay, we know we need to target this at this particular time of the year because it's Christmas, or we know we need to target outdoor furniture during, during spring because summer's approaching. And just you, you look at what your business could be targeting and who it should be talking to at specific points in the year and really look at events and things like that that are happening. So for example you're a, a physio for example or a chiropractor somebody who helps with injuries um, and you could look at what things are happening through the year that you could tie into content that you can release. Uh, so it could be as simple as right now the weather is absolutely glorious at the moment in the UK, the sun is shining, people are mowing their lawns, they're doing more gardening. So tie your content into that. Are you getting aches and pains? Is your back hurting? Maybe this is how you should be lifting. Maybe this is how you should be bending down. You're not trying to sell to them. You're not trying to say to them, oh, is your back hurting? Come to me as a physio and a chiropractor and I'll fix it for you. What you're trying to do is give them tools and things that they can do that will actually mean that they don't get those injuries in the first place because that's value-driven content. They don't want selling to. People don't want selling to. You don't walk into a shop and somebody says to you after 30 seconds, can I help you please? And not think, I want to punch you in the face and leave this store right now because there's nothing worse than being sold to unless you really 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 want to be sold to you you want to learn something maybe you want to browse you want to get given value so when you're reading content like a blog or what have you or watching a video you probably stay tuned to it because it's giving value and that's what you want to do with your content so look at your marketing calendar get your next 12 months absolutely nailed down what you're going to release when and where what you're going to talk about all that kind of stuff that's when the next stage comes in because now you've got your subject matters now you know what you're going to be talking about now you know you've got uh, Wimbledon in in the middle of summer and you know that you've got uh, London Marathon earlier on in the year and you've got the great North run a little bit later in the year and you've got all these great things that you can tangibly attach your business to that's when you start writing your blogs blog 
content is the start to an amazing journey if you are willing to put in the hard work and uh, have the patience and tolerance as well. So basically what I'm looking at for you as a business, as a brand, is to think about blogging 52 times a year. That is a blog a week, one blog a week. Can you manage to write 500 words every week? somewhere in that region, could be more, could be less, but could you write an article that is going to give value 52 times in the year? I reckon you could. In fact, I know you could. So that's what you need to be aiming towards doing. Writing content that is going to give value to the people who are going to read it, where you're going to post it. And you're going to post it every freaking place that you can. It's going to start off on your website, then it's going to be put onto LinkedIn, then you're going to put it onto things like Medium, or onto forums, or onto Facebook as a status update on your Facebook page or group. You're going to get people to read your content. This is where the hard work comes in. Real hard work starts after you've written the blog, because once you've got those few words that you've written, and you're tying people in with that value-driven content that you've written, then you need to start getting people to read it, putting it everywhere, causing a hoo-ha, making a nuisance of yourself by putting it onto forums, onto blogs, talking to other people who are writing content on the same subject matters, really, really, really getting your name out there so people start to read your blog and understand that it's 100% value-driven. The great thing about the blog is you can then break that down because when you write a blog correctly, we talk about this with our clients, is that you try and break it down into three or four really great resonating points on that one subject. Those become bullet points, which can then be used as bullet points for a Facebook Live. Facebook Live is the next big step. It is really scary doing this shit. It really is not fun if you don't like looking at a camera. But there are ways around helping yourself with this kind of stuff. You can look at some of my older content, which helps you try and beat down some of the fear. One of the big things that I say to people is that now you've got this blog and you've got your bullet points, you know your story, you've already written it. And preparation prevents piss poor performance. The five Ps. The five Ps. That's what I talk about all the time when I'm doing my talks, when I'm going out to places and companies and business and talking to them. Preparation prevents piss poor performance because you really want to succeed with your content. It's value driven. You've already written an amazing blog because you are the voice of authority on your subject matter. So how great is this Facebook Live going to be? It's going to be freaking awesome. That's how great it's going to be. And that Facebook Live can then be taken away and repurposed and this is my big focus point for 2018 and onwards for businesses is that with a little bit of hard work a little bit of knowledge so you need to go away and learn how to edit video you need to go away and learn how to edit audio but once you can do those two things then you can create a load of content from that one Facebook live you've got your three or four bullet points that resonate with people you can make those into three or four one minute videos that really resonate with people who don't want to watch a 10 minute Facebook live you can take those bullet points and turn them into memes so that people who don't want to watch video at all can take a look at photographs. So it saves them time digesting the valuable content. If you don't want to do that, you could take or 
all the audio off your Facebook Live and turn it into a podcast. Just like this. This isn't off a of Facebook Live, but it is a podcast. You've got so much you can do. You can even edit down the podcast into shorter resonating audio moments so you could post around the place and send off to people on things like Facebook. You could uh, send them out on Facebook as uh, voice notes to people. You could do it on WhatsApp and send out a big group chat to people. Uh, there's so much you could do, but you need to have been creating that blog in the first place. And if you've got permission from all the people to contact them, just like GDPR asks, then you can start sending them out this content. You can talk to people on other social media platforms. You can go onto Twitter and actually start talking to people. You can go onto Facebook groups and pages and talk to people on there and give advice. You can do the same on Pinterest. You can start putting out amazing content there. You can go onto Instagram and search through accounts and talk to people on other accounts about the subject matter that you're a real voice of authority about. Trust me, if you go into the search functions on any social media and type in uh, the, the area of expertise for you, so like if, for example, I used earlier on a physio, so you go, um, I'm having real back issues and just search that, you'll find loads of people talking about their back problems from perhaps maybe doing the gardening, or maybe they've got an injury while they've been in the gym, or maybe they've got a problem that actually could need to see somebody like you, but you can give them advice. They might have been told that they need to go under the knife. So just think about what you can do with your business, who you can start talking to. Go and talk to them. They're out there. There's loads of people you can talk to, and if you've got all this content that you have uh, everywhere, so you've got your podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes and on Spotify and on Anchor, and you've got your blogs out on, like I say, on your website and on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on the Medium as an article, and, and all these other places, and you put them out onto forums and stuff, and you've got memes going out on Twitter and Instagram and on Pinterest, and you're talking to your audience in the right place, on the right social media channels with the right content, you're going to absolutely smash it. But as I said in my last podcast, don't tell me you're working hard when you're working nine to five. That is not the case. Trust me, you're going to have to start putting in a lot more hours. If you're building a business, if you've just started out or you're trying to build your brand and you're trying to build your business and you think that sitting down in front of the TV in the evening is the way to go, that's fine. I don't care but don't tell me you're working hard and don't complain to me when you can't build your business and your brand because you really ain't working hard. It's fine that you want to do those things, but don't complain about not having a successful business when you're doing those things because it takes hard work. As I've spoken about, there is a lot of content you can create from simply writing a blog and doing a Facebook Live. But if you're not willing to do those two things and then do the learning and then create the content and then have the patience to put it out and then do it the next week and the week after and the week after that and do it for 52 weeks and then do it for 104 weeks and then do it for 156 weeks, you ain't going to build a brand and a business. You've got to start eating the shit, as Gary Vaynerchuk would put it. You've really got to start putting in the effort because if you're working just nine to five and then giving up at five o'clock and going home and sitting down and eating dinner and watching the TV with the, with the, the wife, that's not how it works. It, it really isn't. Trust me, if you want to build a brand and you're struggling to do it, you've got to put in the hard work. So yeah, go back to my old vlog. I'm not going to start ranting about this crap again. But yeah, GDPR and social media. Yep, social media could really help you build your brand so that when GDPR actually hits, 
you've already got a brand that you can sell from. The unfortunate part is GDPR hits in four days time. You ain't gonna build the brand that quickly, but is it too late to start doing it? Is it hell? Start building your brand now. Start writing your blogs, do your um, marketing calendar, then start writing your blogs, do your Facebook Lives, repurpose that content, and trust me, you will start to smash it. And if you don't know how to edit video and audio, and you don't have the inclination to learn how to do it because you don't want to be working 23-hour days, then find somebody who can help you edit it. We do it. I know loads of people who help people edit content. So just go out there and do a Google search or something. Or my email address is always available. You can drop me a line. I can put you in touch with somebody or we could help you out, whatever. But just start creating content. You really need to start speaking to your audience. They're out there. You just need to start chatting to them. Trust me, it's not gonna be quick. It's not gonna be a magic pill, but with a bit of hard work and a bit of effort, you could build a brand so that when GDPR hits in four days time, um, you, you, you don't have an issue. You, like I say, you're not gonna build a brand that quickly, but you could start building your brand now so that in a year's time, you're not still wondering, oh crap, my mailing list was a thousand people. It's now down to 27 because nobody else has resubscribed to my mailing list. I'm GDPR compliant, but I've got nobody to talk to. Don't do that. Spend the next 12 months building your brand. You'll absolutely smash it. Right, thanks for listening. I'm going to go and have a coffee now. I am absolutely parched after all that talking and ranting. Um, I will catch you on the next podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, wherever you are, in the car, walking the dog, in bed, in the bath, whatever it is you're doing. By the way, I would love you to uh, give this uh, a great thumbs up if you could do, or give it a five-star rating if you're listening on iTunes. Uh, share it around as well. If you know of anybody who you think could really get some value out of this content, I'd love to have more subscribers and have them learning stuff that I'm giving for free, my favourite four-letter word, and until next time, have a great one, and I'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye! This podcast has been a Perception Studios UK production.